Hey, welcome to Trains Live, the Trains.com podcast. Do you like what you hear? Listen, check out this episode in video with a Trains.com unlimited membership. Click the link in the episode notes and watch it today. Oh, wait a minute, not a member? Try our 30-day free trial of Trains.com, the ultimate online portal for anyone who loves trains of any size from any era. Trains.com, it's your home for the most comprehensive railroading news and curated video series, articles, photos, and so much more, all about trains. You know what? It is always incredibly important to stay safe around trains. Whether you're operating them, whether you're taking pictures of them, whether you're getting ready to ride one. But I'll tell you what, today I'm gonna to show you how we can use these to keep you safe around trains. Come on along, this is Trains Live. Hey folks, see tracks, think train. Whenever you're around the train tracks, look for trains, any direction, any time. Your life really depends on it. Hey, I'm Bob Lettenberger, Associate Editor, Trains Magazine. This is Trains Live. You know, we're on the road today. We're actually, well, not too far from Kalmbach's headquarters. Uh, we're in Waukesha, corner of uh, Williams Street and Grand Avenue. Um, we are by the Canadian National Tracks that run through Waukesha. And right now, this week, the 18th to the 24th of September, is National Train Safety Week. Um, Operation Lifesaver in Canada, Operation Lifesaver here in the U.S., and the Mexican Association of Railroads, all banding together uh, to promote rail safety. Okay, we should be paying attention to rail safety no matter what time of year it is, but this is the week when we focus on it. And what we're, we've been looking at down on the ground here, uh, the stencil, the C-Trax Think Train, we just uh, stenciled those in here about a half hour ago. Paint's probably not quite dry yet, but you know, you see this up coming up to a railroad crossing? Stop, look, listen, your, your life will depend on it. Now, with me this morning, Chris Wendorf. Good morning, thanks for having me, Bob. <laughs> Chris is a police officer with the Canadian National Railway. And um, first off, okay, Canadian National Railway, police officer. There's a lot of folks don't realize that the railroads actually have police departments. Well, that's correct, and actually we're probably one of the oldest uh, longest run police departments uh, in existence as far as the railroad police. It all started back when uh, Abraham Lincoln and the, the development of the railroad and uh, everything was developing out west, outgrowing the, the, the territories and the states. And they were looking for a law enforcement entity that could travel with and keep the cargo safe and keep the people on the train safe and stuff like that. So uh, through the Pennsylvania Act, it gave uh, railroad officers, commissioned railroad officers permission and authority to enact the laws that travel along with the railroad. So still 
forward to this day, we still do that. We're still protecting property. We're still protecting the passengers and the freight that moves through. But more importantly, our goal today and throughout our, our um, policy at CN is to promote rail safety all the way through and try to be safe so that we don't have people or vehicles on our tracks and get through. So our C-Tracks Think Train, which is the logo from Operation Lifesaver that uh, we put out as railroad police officers and CN and all the other railroads, is to put that message across to stop, like you said at the intro, stop, look, and listen. Look both ways. Trains can come at any time. And, you know, unfortunately, we still have collisions, but if we can do whatever we can to promote that and get that message across to say stop, look, and listen, and then we'll be safe. Yeah. Every three hours here in the U.S., there is an incident uh, where someone is involved in a collision with a train. And uh, the number's gone down dramatically, but yeah, three an hour, or three at one every three hours, excuse me, one every three hours. That's still an awful lot. Now, Chris, other thing I want to point out for folks, looks like a police officer, right? I mean, we've got, we've got the badge, we've got armament, we've got, you know, uh, all, all the accoutrements of a police officer. And yet, railroad police officer, what kind of jurisdiction do you have? So you're correct. As a as a railroad police officer, we do have the armament and the uniform look of a of a police officer because we are as police commissioned in the state that we are working. So we have authority along our track line. We're employed by the company, but we have statewide authority in the in the state that we're at. So myself in Wisconsin, I'm commissioned through Wisconsin. However, federal law does allow railroad police to extend our authority and jurisdiction on the railroad's property out of state. So should we have an incident that happens south of the border in Illinois, they call us over. We still have an enforcement authority and um, powers of jurisdiction on the railroad property. So that's where that differs from most most other police departments and most agencies. So what I, what I like to say and I joke around with is my territory or my, my patrol area is about 50 to 100 feet wide by 200 miles long. So I follow these lines just like the tra just like the trains do, and that's where I go for my prior primary territory to to uh, cover. So, but we do have that statewide authority. So if there is something that's happening, we are police in the state, and we can handle any of that stuff that comes up. And you know, for you guys handling things, um, you know, the obvious the, the railroad things. I mean, uh, accident investigation, trespassing, um, you know, graffiti artists caught in the act, um, but you're you're also looking at other things. I mean, other violations, traffic violations around the railroads. Um, you see something unsafe, you're you're going to react to it. Correct. And our and our biggest thing again is that safety aspect. We don't want we want to get that number of one every three hours down to one every twelve hours, one every day, one every a month, you know, as best that we can get it down to what's our job as uh, railroad police working with Operation Lifesaver to get the messages across. And part of the messages across is part of the, the um, ease that we have, enforcement, education, um, and uh, engineering, engineering yeah. and, and that aspect through it. So part of it is the gates come down doing the enforcement of making sure that everybody doesn't go around the gates, getting that education out before that so that they learn that. Trespassing, most of the other violations that come up on the on the railroad start with trespassing. If you're not there, you can't commit those other violations. So getting the education across through that, and we do it through multiple aspects of, some of it is the stenciling and the painting that's going on here. Others is getting into the schools and uh, driver's ed classes and different areas to pr pr promote that. So. 
a lot of our job too is that education is getting it through and talking to the students, talking to the kids, talking to adults, talking to everybody because everybody and anybody can traverse our tracks and traverse tracks anywhere in the United States. So if we can get that, that message out to everybody and anybody that we can, we just, you know, route that and make it, make it even greater so that we can get that through. It's gotta, gotta be one of the toughest jobs though. Like you said, your, your patrol area is, you know, 50 to hundred feet wide and 200 miles long. And, and, you know, with other officers, it covers other States and up into Canada and you, you gotta be spread so thin and just, uh, but yet, you know, yet such a fascinating job. It is. It's very, it's very fascinating. It's rewarding. And one of the more report rewarding aspects of that, along with seeing the, the kids pick up on the education of it, when I go through into the schools and I talk to the kids and I bring up, hey, so what did we talk about today? Stay off the track, stop, look and listen and things like that. And then on the other aspect, because my territory is so large and vast, we work with our local law enforcement. So earlier uh, during the stenciling, we did have Waukesha PD that was out here, Carroll University Public Safety. They were out here. We worked hand in hand with them to help be our eyes and ears through some of that too and they can just tell everybody hey it's not safe for you to be on that track it's not safe for you to be in this area don't do that you know and they can they can take that enforcement as well and that education that we try to do with it for safety like we said at the beginning safety is really everybody's responsibility we're we all have to be involved in this all right you get to put on your education hat for me for a moment here okay you you have the opportunity um, right now to speak with with rail enthusiasts. Um, you know the the folks that watch trains live, that read Trains Magazine. Uh, I mean, they like trains. Mm -hmm. They really do. Um, they like to go out and photograph trains. They like to video trains. They like to just sit by the tracks and watch them go by. If you've got one safety message for those folks, what would it be? For the for those enthusiasts that I've run into, they've all been very good, and I give I give everybody credit on that. They've all been excellent at staying off of the tracks, staying away from the tracks, and using the zoom lens to get that good photo of the train that they're looking for coming down the track. So our our best uh, message to to you guys out there and to the enthusiasts that are out there is stay off of the track, stay behind the gate arms, stay behind the signal mast, stay stay clear of the bungalows that are out there. Those would be markers, easy markers for you to see. That'll tell you if you get within side of that, you're too close. So you stay over, stay off to the side. If you have a permission to be on a uh, a footbridge or something like that that's in the area and you want a direct straight on shot of the train, that's you're going to be your best spot. Do not stand on the tracks. Do not get too close to the tracks. Good advice because also, you know, for trains, when we do see a picture that uh, we can detect was taken uh, illegally, um, we we will not publish that. All right. Keep... Thank you. Thank you for not publishing those. <laughs> uh, keep the education hat on. Talk to, talk to school kids. Um, you know, my, my school's on one side of the tracks and I live three blocks the other way, man, that's a, that's a quickie shortcut home, um, which it's not, but for school kids, what's, what's your message to school kids? My best message to the school kids. It's pretty simple and easy. If your crossing looks like this and the railway looks like this, you can walk across that as long as you have looked for the trains. If it looks like it does further on where you see that the rail is up high, do not walk through that area. Keep it short and simple for yeah. the for the little ones. Yeah. All right. And my last one, you get to wear your education hat, and 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 this one, I don't know. This is this is maybe my pet peeve: safety. If I have one, if I'm allowed to. But when the red lights come on by a crossing, what does that indicate to drivers? 
To drivers, red means stop. Red means danger, and red means don't go that way. So as the lights come on and they start flashing, that means you need to stop. That is a stop sign or a red stop light at that point. Do not traverse through that at all. Okay, you notice Chris said nothing about yellow light and and try to get through. No, red, stop now. There's a train coming. Absolutely. Yeah, don't, Absolutely. don't mess with it. Do not mess with it. All right. Chris, thank you. Uh, pleasure meeting you this morning. Pleasure uh, getting to you know spray some some sidewalk with you here today. Um, but you had mentioned that the stenciling and that C tracks Think Train logo is from Operation Lifesaver, and I want to bring in uh, Gary Kerner, who is the uh, state Wisconsin State Coordinator for Operation Lifesaver. You've had a busy week so far. Yes, it's been busy this week. <laughs> We've been on the move. <laughs> All right, um, Operation Lifesaver nationwide organization and all volunteer um yes how i say when you volunteer for operation lifesaver you get into many different things but we are all volunteers we do this because we have a passion for safety we like railroads but we have that passion for safety Okay. And it is really, it's a, it's an education mission. It's advocacy. Um, like officer Wendorf said, it's, it's getting out there to these various public groups and communicating how do, how do you and I stay safe and getting the idea across that it's our responsibility. Yeah. And as officer Wendorf said, actually operation lifesaver works with them. And the thing is, is our volunteers, we just don't throw them out there. Okay. We give them some training on how to do a presentation, how to talk to young kids, how to talk to that driver, how to talk to the adults. Um, we go out there, work with the guys. We do it on our own, but it's all working together to get that message out there. And the big thing is, is we want to stop track tragedies. Absolutely. Get that, that one every three hours, like Officer Wendorf said, down to maybe one every 12. That would be incredible. Um, okay, now, so this morning, um, I was out here spray bombing, helping with the, the stenciling and whatnot. Um, and I'll, I'll tip my head. I am actually a, a Operation Lifesaver volunteer. But, um, okay, you were able to train me. Uh, <laughs> What's training like for f to become a volunteer? I mean, if somebody is watching today and they're like, yeah, I, I want to do this, what's the next steps and how tough is it? Well, let's start with start at the beginning. The first thing you got to do is you go onto our, the website, oli.org, and you click on there wanting to be a volunteer. So you click on that. I get a message from the national saying, hey, you got somebody in your area. I look over the... Um, application i approve it you now go online and do some online classroom work easy stuff real easy stuff after you get through that classroom work then you go to do get to do a face-to-face -face meeting and that's where i'll sit down and talk with you and kind of find out what your goals are you know what do you want to do do you want to go into schools do you want to just be behind a booth talking to people what do you really want to do and then we train you for that and we just don't stick you out there Okay, we just don't throw you out there. This is you're doing this. No, we'll actually have you work with people. Okay, continuously work with people, um, pair you up with other volunteers and stuff that have been out there. Um, as you have said, this week has been really busy for us. We've been all over the state of Wisconsin, and in each part of the um, journey as we've done, there's been different volunteers, and it's just an opportunity for those volunteers to get involved. And actually a way to make sure that, hey, are you comfortable? You got, you know, you don't know what you're doing. 
it, like I said, we don't want to throw you out there, but we'd love to have as many volunteers as we could. You know, you, you mentioned that uh, you talked from the Wisconsin perspective and, and all week I've kind of been following the news feeds of Rail Safety Week and how the railroads are being involved, not only the big class ones, but, you know, down to some of the little regionals and the short lines and, um, you know, seeing word from like Amtrak and then local police departments. And so this is, this is, it's a nationwide thing. It's grassroots. You know, somebody is watching trains live from, California or Ohio or, you know, Texas, there's Operation Lifesaver organizations there that they can also get involved with. Yes, actually, Rail Safety Week is actually North America. It's from Canada, U.S., and Mexico. And each state has what they call a chapter, and there's a state coordinator in each one. And if you're out in California, if you're in Washington, if you're down in Florida, all the, things, the process stays the same. You go on to the national site, ol.org, you sign in, you say, I want to become a volunteer, and the state coordinator from your state will then get you through and process you through and help you through all the way, just like, you know, we were talking about. So, okay, um, you guys let me spray bomb here this morning. Yes. I, I never actually was officially trained for that. If you did not feel comfortable doing that, we would have helped you through it, but we could see that you were able to handle a spray can, so we felt you were qualified. I, you, you notice I did not paint myself. I see that. Good job. Yes. If, if rails in Rail Safety Week, and and as we've said before, this one week we draw focus, but this is something that we should be thinking about every single day. What's your one message? to everybody that they should carry with them throughout the year. That you can stop track tragedies. If you make the right decision at a crossing, you make the right decision not to trespass, you stop that one track tragedy. And if you see somebody else and you mention it to them, you help somebody else. All we gotta do is start spreading the word. Be responsible for your own actions. All right, Gary Kerner, Coordinator, Wisconsin Operation Lifesaver, uh, OLI.org. Um, we'll, we'll get a link for that, but click in there. Go to the Wisconsin uh, section if you're here in Wisconsin and contact Gary to become a volunteer. If not, pick your state. There's 50 to choose from, folks, and obviously need your help. All right. And, you know, the other thing, too, Bob, is if they go on to our Facebook page, they'll actually see a lot of volunteers in action this week and throughout the year. I mean, just click on it and you can see what our volunteers are doing. There we go. Get a good idea of what it's all about. Oh, hey, folks. Um, listen, KalmbachHobbyStore.com. KalmbachHobbyStore.com. That's where you got to head for uh, the latest books from Kalmbach. Um, hey, get your calendars for next year. KalmbachHobbyStore.com. That's where they are. Remember, when you come up to a, a grade crossing, Look both ways. Stop, look, listen. It'll probably save your life. Um, see tracks, think train. And you know what? Today, I'd rather have you looking both ways on the train tracks. We'll get behind an issue of Trains Magazine later on. Stay safe. Thanks for joining us on Trains Live. Do you like what you hear? Listen, check out this episode in video with a Trains.com Unlimited membership. Click the link in the episode notes and watch it today. Oh, wait a minute, not a member? 
try our 30-day free trial of trains.com the ultimate online portal for anyone who loves trains of any size from any era trains.com it's your home for the most comprehensive routing news and curated video series articles photos and so much more all about trains